You're listening to How to Succeed in Evil, Crazy Psycho Murder Tree. Chapter 10, A Tree Arraigned. You're late, said the judge, as Talmadge entered the nearly empty courtroom. Talmadge's hurried footsteps echoed ominously off the empty benches and old oak paneling. At the front of the courtroom, everyone was looking down on him. In descending order of height in the room, there was the judge, the right honorable Eugene McTavish, the stern-looking stenographer on a pedestal to his left, Scarpelli and two aides at the bench to the right, and many witnesses on the benches immediately behind the prosecution. Among them, Talmadge saw the mayor and the chief of police. Holy shit, this looked bad. As he pushed through the wooden gate, Talmadge realized that Scarpelli had never meant to make a deal. Just look at that smug bastard. It had been a ruse to throw him off his game. Non-existent game in Scarpelli's mind. So why would he do it? Ah, yeah, that was it. He hoped Talmadge might be killed by the bogus, raising the profile of the case, further guaranteeing that no competent lawyer would take this case. This jackass didn't just want him to lose, he wanted him dead. Okay, Talmadge, there's your bad guy. Time to eat his soul and steal his power. Could you actually do that without killing him, he wondered? Would defeating him in a court case be enough? Give me one reason why I shouldn't hold you in contempt right now, the judge barked. Talmadge heaved his briefcase up onto the table and then climbed onto the chair and stood so that he could see the judge. He ignored the snicker that came from the prosecution's bench and said, I beg the court's indulgence in this matter, Your Honor. The state withdrew the offer of a plea deal at the last moment, so I thought it prudent to visit my client and ascertain his wishes. The judge answered this with a deepening frown. Okay, thought Talmadge. No sense to justice. Time to appeal to his self-interest. And, he added, if you find me in contempt, you'll have to dismiss me, showing cause for same, which is only going to make this trial take longer. Hmm, answered the judge. You've spoken to the tree creature? Twice, Your Honor, and I must protest his being barred from this arraignment proceeding. He has a right to face his accuser and hear the charges against him. It would have such a right if it had a face. The judge nodded to the prosecution. Proceed, Mr. Scarpelli. Was the fix already in? To Talmadge's surprise, Scarpelli remained seated and let a younger lawyer read the charges. Talmadge soon saw why. It was a long list. He tried not to be distracted, but this lawyer was young, blonde, and perfectly buttoned up in every sense of the word. He fought his wandering mind as he wondered what she would look like with her hair down, with her clothes down. What would it be like to be a conventionally attractive man and know the love of a woman like that? When she had finished, Scarpelli cleared his throat and stood. Here it comes, thought Talmadge. Your Honor, in the interests of everyone's time, we'd like to consider an alternative mode of prosecution, one that offers a clearer and quicker legal path to justice. The court would be very interested in that, agreed the judge. We propose that pursuant to City Zoning Ordinance 2321 that this defendant is not a defendant at all, but a hazardous tree or shrub, and that it should be removed and then mulched by a team of trained arborists. 
Objection, Your Honor, cried Talmadge. The judge turned a tired and bored eye to the little lawyer. It was the kind of look that seemed to say, You're interfering with my golf game, son. Talmadge replied with a look that said, I'm not your son, and continued. Hey, him, my client is a person, Your Honor. And while it may be convenient for the state to classify a person it doesn't like as something less than human for ease of disposal, it seems a slippery slope and a bad precedent. What's next? Will the prosecution have me classified as a rabid dog and have me shot because I have the temerity to faithfully and diligently represent my client? There was a snicker from the opposite table, and before he knew what he was doing, Talmadge found himself barking and snarling. The judge banged the gavel and brandished it at Talmadge, but he was stifling a smile while he did it. Sorry, Your Honor, I'm just trying to embellish my point. As much as I enjoy vaudeville, that will be enough theater, if you please, Mr. Hagelblatt, said the judge. But Talmadge could see the ghost of a smile still flitted about the corners of his mouth. Scarpelli jumped in. We have no evidence that this tree is anything other than a violent, dangerous, and uncontrolled mutation. We don't even have a name for it. My client's name is Gerald Gerlach, and until recently he was a professor of medieval literature at Trinity College. As such, he's owed due process by the state and protected from cruel and unusual punishment, i.e., e.g., being fed into a wood chipper for the amusement of the opposing counsel. I, uh, Your Honor? said Scarpelli, caught flat-footed. And further, Your Honor, the state's own actions belie their stance. One does not arrest a tree or subpoena a shrub. The very notion is absurd. The blonde assistant DA piped up, looking very serious. Your Honor, the state would like proof of what the defense has asserted here. Scarpelli stepped back, and his eyes shot daggers at the woman. Perhaps their team was not all on the same team, Talmadge thought and he filed this away for later use. Your Honor, the burden of proof is on the accuser in a criminal case, but with that allowed, I will enter into evidence the record of the interview I just conducted with my client. Please forgive his odd word choice and unusual diction. His accent has left his mind something of a jumble. And with that, Topper opened his briefcase and removed his phone, which was, in fact, the only thing in the case, and pressed play. The creaking, raspy voice of the bogus filled the courtroom. He sounded strained, but sincere enough when he said, I was just walking home, trying to get through the protest, past the bridge, but the protesters wouldn't let me pass. I fell into the ravine, and when I awoke, I was as you see me. What is your name? asked Topper on the recording. There was a pause. With a strain, the bogus said, I was the Jerry called the Gerlach, a professor of medieval literature. They, they won't let me have my job back, will they? There was a gasp in the courtroom. Topper jumped right up onto the table and held a picture of Professor Gerlach up for the judge and jury to see. My client is not a monster, is not a tree. My client is a man, a man who was the victim of assault and after a horribly disfiguring injury went out of his mind. The prosecution would have us treat this person as a shrub, prune him if he be inconvenient or grow beyond the bounds we set for him. But if we do that, who's next? You're going to lock me up because I don't fit this table and chair? Your Honor. 
I can see how it's an inconvenience for the prosecution to actually have to take this case to trial. But unfortunately, for Mr. Scarpelli, we are not running a tree trimming service here. This is a court of law. And as such, my client has rights. The judge looked to the prosecution, but the best Scarpelli could manage was a weak, Your Honor? With a note of disappointment, the judge banged his gavel and said, Bump this to the next available date for trial. Hearing is adjourned. If you like How to Succeed in Evil, you should support it by becoming a paid subscriber at patrickemaclean.substack.com. And if you do, I mean, for the paltry sum of $5 a month, you get to binge the rest of this story right now. I mean, that's a good deal, right? You not only get to satisfy your need for instant gratification, but you get to do so in a way that lets you feel good about yourself while you're doing it. So if you want to wait a week to get the next episode, that's fine. It'll be here right on schedule. But is it the most evil thing in the world to suggest that in these trying times, you deserve a little happiness? It's actually fairly evil. This is marketing, but you should still subscribe.